Hello and welcome to Smart Businesses Do This. I'm your host, Adam Lyons, and today I am joined by none other than my good buddy, Brett. What's up, Brett? You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. Adam freaking Lyons. Adam freaking Lyons. I love you so much. So um, me and Brett have been good friends for many, many years, uh, but Brett has a superpower that you're going to care about, and that is Brett is a wizard at Facebook ads and ads in general, not just Facebook ads, but I want to say a warlock, but... A warlock is technically a very accurate term for you, I think. Because you're not really studious in books. It's more like a natural skill that you have. Uh, now, you used to work at Meta, right? When yeah. It was, when it was called Facebook. Back in the day in yeah. Facebook, 2016, 2017. Yeah. So yeah. You, you like know inside how advertising works. Yep. Like the secrets to it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to start by just a uh, full disclaimer here. Brett's our ads guy. So we, this, is, this isn't just like, here's some random dude that I met that does ads. Like this is who we give money to, to do ads for us. Um, and he's a wizard, a uh, warlock at it. Um, to, and we might talk about your ads. And we might talk bit. about my ads. Well, I, I wanted to talk about my ads because you did something. Yeah. And there was like a massive change. Yeah. We went from one of the campaigns having like a couple of people to suddenly blowing up and getting lots and lots of people. There were zero people at first. That I first didn't week, want to say that. No, it's okay. <laughs> I, was, I mean, these are real to you. Yeah. No, it's, it's it okay. zero for week one. Yes. But then it got yes. lots of people. Yes. What did you do? Because I don't know. So we're talking about hacks here, but there's not many hacks in general. There are mm-hmm. best practices that we can work with all in marketing and ads and stuff, media buying in general. And a lot of a lot of people just don't adhere to best practices at first. Uh, I think you originally wanted to only show your ads on Instagram and only retarget your Instagram followers. Yep. Kind of makes sense. You probably get more engagement there yep. when you post and all that. So we did that week one. It was like seven-ish, 10 days. Uh, we talked about it, and I suggested that we open it up a little bit. Uh, we retarget on fa- or we target on Facebook too. It's machine learning. That's, all, that's how this algorithm works. So you open up the placements. We started getting five leads that next day. Uh, I think we're up to 30 so far, and I just I checked earlier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just open it up. So now we're re- you're targeting on Facebook and Instagram all the placements. These are things you want to test. Uh, you know, I, I brought my phone as like a little cheat sheet. That's fine. Yeah. Ad placements is on here. Um, you want to test your platforms and your placements. And then now we know Instagram only does not work. It learned, it opened it up. Now it delivers ads to where that user is on the placement they are. At the time, they're most likely to take that action that we input it in originally, uh, fill out this lead form essentially. Um, so let's just say that, you know, I am a young guy, say like, you know, early thirties. Oh, oh, I appreciate it, but I'm not that guy. I'm not that kind of young guy, you know, and I'm just like, you know, watching this, you know, maybe eating something at the moment, you know, dipping some fries into a, a, a sauce, chips. watching this from two rows back behind the camera. Punching on chips. Yes. And I'm like, man, I really would like an ad strategy to get developed that works for me. Um, what should that beautiful Puerto Rican man be doing? Uh, what's his business? What's his goals? There's a lot of questions. He's a he's, he's yeah. a coach yeah. uh, in the in the 
hypothetically, he'd be a coach in the dating space. Yeah. Um, this, I'm just inventing it off sure, the head. Sure. This guy might be sure. yeah. uh, watching right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Let her rip. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's kind of a joke, I guess, among media buyers where you just, there's this thing called DABA, dynamic ads for broad audiences. Now there's a campaign type advantage plus where it's kind of uh, Meta's answer to Google's performance max, mm -hmm. Pmax is just a way, it's kind of like black box advertising. I, I heard of this, for those of you guys yeah. that don't know, uh, Google's performance max is basically an AI algorithm for working out which ads are the best. Essentially, yeah. And then Meta now has Advantage Plus campaigns and such, uh, primarily for e-commerce and apps, but um, you don't get a lot, it's, it's kind of akin actually to boosting a post. You know how you click boost post on yep. Facebook or Instagram after posting something and you don't get much after that. You can't really optimize much. Um, Advantage Plus is kind of like that. Uh, so I was, this is a tangent on a bad joke, sorry. But <laughs> for him, it's he needs content. Creative is key nowadays. Yeah. Uh, gone are the days of, I don't know, 2018, 2019, even 2020, uh, pre-COVID where you could just slap some text on an image um or even just have like a very well produced sexy video made um and it just works you need to test lots of creative um so you need lots of content banked up and then not essentially a b but like a b test all the different creative and messaging um find winners have your evergreen funnels working have your creative testing funnels on the side also running Move those into the ones that are working. Facebook, or, you know, I still say Facebook because I drank the Kool-Aid and uh, didn't work at Meta. I worked at Facebook, but <laughs> it's always breaking. Um, so that's why you always need to have new or updated creative. Your audience, everything needs to be seasonal. The messaging needs to be what's happening in the world, what's happening for your business. Uh, I think I was going to bring up content calendars for you, too. He needs a content calendar. Um, you know, we're working with uh, a merino wool company, and they, I think they're on track for $12.5 million this year in sales, which is great. Yep. Uh, they don't have a content calendar. It just makes it hard for everyone. Well, uh, what would you define as a content calendar, like in your idea? What would that be? Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it can be as simple as a literal calendar, digital, so you can share it. Um, and there are everything from new product releases that are coming out soon, holidays on there, promotional things, uh, maybe what you're gonna post that week every other day, or if you're posting every day, great, like try and plan it out ahead of time. Um, you just want your entire marketing campaign beyond just Facebook, cohesive and congruent with what's on your website, what's on your landing pages, your ads, your emails, all the marketing, um, yeah. Yeah, so to me, I, I got taught a method many, many years ago, which is kind of you know what we're doing with you, um, but for, for everyone listening, I think for me, this is a really good first step. Uh, shout out to AJ Roberts that, that gave me this. Um, he calls it the waterfall method. Yep. And he said, the very first thing you want to do is you want to attract people. Um, and the way he does that is with the seven mistakes they're making. It doesn't have to be seven. Um, you know, one, three, five, seven odd numbers work better than even numbers. And the whole idea is you would list... Let's just say the five biggest mistakes that somebody makes, um, you know, for, for you, it would be in dating, uh, but it could be with your diet. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're a coach or an expert, you're going to hit these five big mistakes. And the idea is you're going to create five ads and each ad talks about one mistake. 
And then the idea is there's a downloadable, ideally a PDF, could be a video that has all five. And so you'd be like, um, you know, you'd film five videos and you'd be like, um, you know, uh, one of the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to dating, working out, whatever is this. And you're just going to illustrate that mistake and be like, um, a really simple way to stop making that mistake is to do this until you give them the solution. And then you go, by the way, that's one of five mistakes. If you want to see all five mistakes, go to my website, download the PDF. It has all five mistakes. Boom, done. And then you film a second video, which is mistake two and so on and so forth. But don't number them. Just be like, one of the biggest mistakes is, by the way, there's four others. You've now got five different ads. Yep. Film the videos and then create static ad versions of them. So you take the same script, but it's now a static ad with an image of the PDF. You've now got 10 ads, five video, five static ads that talk about the problem. And that is the ad that you run to new people, probably a lookalike audience to your audience. If you guys don't know what that is, it's where we take people that typically follow people in your industry and then we run ads to them. So for example, if I was, um, I don't know, if I, if I was after generic self-help, I might say, find me people that is a lookalike audience to people that like Tony Robbins. And then Facebook would build an audience of people that typically like Tony Robbins, right? And then I could run ads to those people. It would cost an amount of money for, uh, to run those ads. And some of the ads would do better than others. Some, and we could track it. We could be like, okay, most people click on this ad and then download the PDF. And I've now got a pool of people I can retarget. And please tell me if I say any of this wrong, Brett. Sure. And just because you know better than me. Um, but now those people, and you know they have their PDF. Now, some of them, uh, you got their email as well, so you can do email marketing. Then you get into round two. Round two is only to people that have the PDF or theoretically have the PDF because they've clicked and downloaded it. Those people see the top seven, top five, top 10 things they should be doing. So this is, I'm now going to give you the five-step process to lose weight, the five-step process to do whatever it Solutions. is. The solution. So now we've yeah. moved. The first is a problem. We've made them problem aware. Now we make them solution aware. And then the idea is the five steps are A, B, C, D, E. If you want those five steps, they're free on my website via a free seminar you can sign up to right now. That free seminar is long, like hours long, because that seminar is indoctrinating them into listening to you. And so we're summarizing the five steps, but then we're going to explain them in depth in that um, in that next training. And that's where you're then going to sell. You got the third set of ads. The third set of ads are, hey, if you've seen my five steps to get whatever result it is, um, I'm running a special offer right now on a training. It's a two-day training. It's 500 bucks. Um, it's normally a thousand. You got to act right now if you want a half price discount. And then you sell them on a $500 thing. Then you meet them in person. Then you can sell them onwards. That sequence, I've developed that with Perry Belcher. I've developed that AJ Roberts. I've developed with a, a lot of people who know what they're talking about as the structure. Um, it's the one that we use, um, variants of it, but essentially that's what it is. And it's just a very simple way of slowly getting people indoctrinated into who you are, your way of thinking and how to do it. What do you think about that, Brett? How would you fix it? You said a lot of things I want to talk about, which is great. Uh, I guess one was, well, you mentioned lookalike audiences. They are, yeah, new audiences that literally look like whatever seed audience you give it. Uh, they're back. They disappeared. They didn't go anywhere, but they just didn't work for wow. about a year very well. Uh, post iOS update back in May of 2021, uh, when Apple 
asked if you wanted to, to be tracked on apps. Um, if you set up conversions API on the back end, it's server to server tracking essentially. So whatever happens on your website goes straight to Facebook so that Facebook knows. Uh, it used to be pixel to server essentially. Yep. Um, so as long as you have Cappy set up correctly, all will be well. The video thing you're talking about, video sequencing, right? Yep. So that will never go away because if you're watching a video on Instagram, no matter what placement, Facebook will always, or Meta will always know that you stopped for X amount of seconds and you can always create retargeting audiences based on what happens within apps. Um, once they go to your website, things get a little murky. Uh, but if you have a conversions API set up, all is well in the world. We can retarget those users that go to your website. I wanted to shout to the world, like, if you're not running lead ad campaigns, uh, building your email list, what are you doing? Because you can always email, and this isn't a Facebook hack, but like, grow your email list through through ads, um, through Facebook and Instagram ads. Um, regardless of if we're actually trying to get a lead for a specific thing, you can have separate campaigns to do that. And it should be known, the average conversion time from somebody on your mailing list to buying something is six months. So when you get a new email, do not think I'm going to sell that by any time soon. Good call it. It's about six months before you get that turnaround. And we've seen this because we've bought entire mailing lists of people who know me. Like there are companies that I've worked with and part of the deal is at the end of working with them, I can buy the mailing list yeah. um, because they're people that have listened to my content. They know who I am. It's still six months. And that's not even cold. Like these guys were listening to me create content for a year. And then I got the mailing list. They would buy from the previous mailing list. But now I own it six months again before they buy anything. And that's on top of like the eight to 11 times a user needs to see an ad before they actually convert. So yeah. you're, you know, if you have only one video and a couple images and you're just targeting that user or retargeting that user, this video sequencing thing is going to help out a lot. Uh, I've, I've taught this strategy before on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again. We run ads for our little game store downstairs. Yeah. And we took the best ad that we ever run that had the highest conversion. We contacted the only movie theater in town. That's right. And we, we bought the ad spot 90, uh, no, they're 30 second increments. And so the third ad before the movie starts, which was the most cost effective for us, is our ad. Um, and it's uh, really affordable. It's 650 bucks per month. Per month? Yeah. yeah. Um, we had to buy two because the length of the ad. Um, so we had to pay like 1200 bucks a month or something. But anyway, it, it plays literally 30 or 60 seconds before the movie starts. So most people are at least going to arrive 60 seconds before the film starts. So they typically see our ad. Um, but you, you, know, you, can, you can book 20 minutes before, which yeah. is kind of useless. No one's in the room. Anyway, that ad, it was so... Actually, I just had a brainwave... Eve, we should buy one of the earlier ads as well. Sorry, this is what I look like when I think. And that way, if anybody does come in early, they'll see it twice. And the earlier ones are really cheap. It did, yeah, until this exact moment, it didn't even occur to me to make it play twice. We should totally make it play twice. Anyway, um, but the point is, we did this a year ago. And it's only in the last couple of months that the game store is reporting. People are walking into the store saying, I saw your ad at the movie theater. And that's why I'm here today. Um, and so that is a huge thing that it took a year before People started vocalizing, oh yeah, I've seen you in the movie theater, I've seen it, which makes sense. Like how many times have you been to the movie theater in the last year? Yeah. And that's, it, it takes time, like people to, to, to work their way around and pick it up. Is this for every movie, just curious? 
every place. single movie, 1200 bucks a month. Yeah. Every movie that plays. I like that. Yeah. It's cool because I forget sometimes I go to the movie theater and then I hear my voice <laughs> and it's like, hi, welcome to Bastard Games and Hobby. I'm like, yeah. why am I hearing yeah. me? Oh, I'm on TV. No, that's great. Yeah, it's great. I, I, and I think that I love the idea of taking an ad that is mathematically proven on Facebook or meta to work and then being like, okay, well, that's a good one. I'm going to play that locally now. Yep. Yep. Uh, this could be a fun ad, but this goes into, I guess, a hacker or a tip, but I was listening to a different podcast of yours, uh, and you had talked about pickleball anime. Yep. Um, that's, that's accurate. It'd be fun if you could run an ad with the local movie theater and Bastrop Games Hobbies and do a branded ad, co-branded ad, and maybe come up with some sort of, you know, show your movie ticket stub, get a... You know how much I love you? Whatever. We tried that. You did do that? Yeah, I love, I love the way your yeah. brain thinks because yeah. you know, we tried that. Um, and I love the movie theater, but their marketing department sucks That's and nice. they couldn't move fast enough. Yeah. By the time we, because the Dungeons and Dragons movie came out, right, and yeah. we contacted them three months before it came out, Ugh. and we were like, we will buy every ticket and give them away so people can watch the movie for free in town. And they didn't want to do that because really? they said we were going to hold the ticket. Well, we're not going to hold the tickets. We're going to give them to people instead. The idea being, yep. if you can show a receipt from us, we will basically buy anything in our store and we'll give you the, yep. we'll give you the ticket free. Just you know, any That's of our customers bad. whatsoever. But they were like, no, can't do that. Uh, and uh, and the idea is we weren't going to do it for every showing. We were just going to do like one showing a week. So it was like you know they, anybody else could see it any other time. But so my uh, the pickleball anime is maybe not the best example, but it's two different things coming together. This, yeah, you know the movie theater and and your company, uh, Bastard Games Avi coming together for an ad is called branded content, and so it'd be Bastard Games Avi yep. and whatever Bastard Movie Theater sponsors. Blah 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 ad. Um, those ads, when it's two brands, business pages, advertising together, uh, have cheaper CPMs, tend to reach more people, typically are cheaper, um, and work really well. So That's really, really cool. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and you, you see that a lot. That was done by uh, Russell Brunson, uh, Tony Robinson, Dean Graziosi, when the three of them came together for a launch. And that was one of the largest launches in set marketing history. Wow. Uh, because there were three massive yep. names. So yep. when they came together, it was like, oh, this is a big deal. Yep. Yeah, so that's very, very cool. All right, so um, the strategy that I came up with in terms of content, do you think that would be a good first strategy for somebody? Again, like for an expert or a coach, not necessarily. So. For a coach, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, it's the easiest, especially if he's never advertised before, uh, it's the easiest way to retarget users, build traffic to your website, having zero traffic. Yeah. Because you can target all those video viewers, essentially. Some, something that, um, you know, I, I know this in the inset marketing industry has worked historically, but I'm curious if, if you've ever done it or heard about it, um, is to just find an ad that you know is crushing somebody else and then funnel hack, essentially build out the entire funnel, but in a completely different industry. So the idea is if you see something that's really working in the fitness space, you just duplicate that entire ad thing and just replace the word, you know, get fit with get a date essentially that can work you just need the content and i think creative is something a lot of brands struggle with creating all the content you know when it's just a if it's coach of some sort and they're all alone in the world uh it's a lot of work to create content yeah i think content is what kills a lot of brands with lack of content yeah um, there are solutions to content 
Yeah, there are there's a whole there are whole businesses about creating content, uh, both Meta and TikTok. Let's say uh, there are creator marketplaces. You now there are creators and there are influencers. They're very similar. Um, you know, I feel like influencers take their job more seriously uh, as a business, and then creators maybe have more fun. It might be easier to work with influencers. Firstly, it's probably I found it's easier to work with creators with the exception of them going off script and trying to put their own spin on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, content creators help you build content uh, and it is not as expensive or difficult as people think to write scripts. How much does it cost to run ads? Like if somebody came to you today and said, hey, you know, I really want to start doing ads. Like what, what should they anticipate? Not just your fee, but like the whole amount of money, how much should they put aside to be able to get ads going? And when do they know something's working versus when, you know, they yep. quit? Yeah. Uh, well, the answer, the second thing, if we have our tracking, conversion tracking set up correctly and you create your report table, essentially on the back end ads manager, if we're talking Facebook or meta, uh, you can see right away what's working and what's not. Um, and then it all depends based on, you kind of have to work backwards. You know, what is, what is his coaching product cost? Uh, what are his margins on his time? Um, if he's doing coaching, uh, can he handle more than one, right? Uh, kind of work back on your margins. Generally minimums, you don't want to spend under 3K a month on Meta. Um, you can, you can spend a dollar a day, you can spend $5 a day. Uh, you know, I feel that all brands should be retargeting on all platforms. Um, Period. Yep. Now, there's another another sort of marketing fella uh, who specializes in YouTube, and he's really annoying because he retargets you on every single platform with his omnipresent retargeting strategy. Um, it's annoying, but it's effective because he's spending five bucks a day. If you somehow see a video or land in his funnel and you, me, go to Pinterest for some reason, I'm researching this for a different <laughs> brand, and then I see his face on Pinterest. Like, what is he doing on Pinterest? Oh, he's just retargeting and every brand five dollar five dollars a day you can retarget on these other platforms and then if you're getting any sort of traction uh traffic or actual conversions from these other platforms maybe i should try to prospect new audiences on these other platforms maybe i didn't know that my you know my audience is on pinterest because yeah. of whatever i do right let me um, so, so let's just say they do a 3K a month ad spend. They go, okay, sure. I'm going to spend 3K a month. Um, what would be like an agency's fees on top of it or your fees if someone was going to work with you? How does that work? Yeah. Uh, I feel like most agencies minimum is 1500 on the bare minimum. Some people only work with you under like 5K. Um, every, it all, it's all different, you know, and then some agencies have offers where like, if we don't get you any X conversions or whatever, uh, you don't pay a thing that helps close a deal essentially. Um, yeah, we're tiered up based on ad spend, essentially. Yeah, so if someone has it in their head, four and a half, five grand a month, yeah. as that's my ad budget. Your marketing budget. Every month. Single month. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we found, and you know, just for everyone watching this, this is, um, you know, so far in the current campaign that we're doing with Brett, we've done other campaigns as well, but in this campaign, um, we've found that um, we consistently are generating about $10,000 a month at the moment off of the spend that we're doing uh, with Brett, which is significantly less than that. Um, but we're not at a point to scale it up yet. Um, we're still in the learning phase. So this new campaign, it's, it's only been going two months, so we're still analyzing. But again, it's already, we've got an ROI. 
Um, we're just building up slowly until we can confirm that everything's what it's supposed to be. Google's a dollar a day also just to go back to minimums. And then, uh, what is it? TikTok has a minimum $50 a day. So have to spend $50 a day. Can't that's crazy. Spend. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. That's, I mean, TikTok, that makes sense. Sure. Um, does anyone have any questions? If you do, I'm going to open up a microphone. You guys can jump up there and line up if, uh, I think we've got at least one person's going up there. Last thing with budgets for his question yeah. is that like Q4 is here. It's what is it? October now. Yep. Um, so if you're not able to spend your budget, your daily budget, um, it's because there's so much competition. So this time of year is prime time for a lot of brands to make the majority of their, their revenue. Um, so you just need to increase your you need to over budget essentially. Uh, you're competing. You're competing with so many people. Yeah. So Makes sense. yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's good. But uh, yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, so I have actually three questions. Uh, the first question is um, we, when it comes to um, like who I'm targeting. So I already have a large audience with my Instagram, my YouTube. I would like to just have an ad there that's like a call to action. And do you find that that is successful when they've already known about you? They already hear you? Or are you mostly dealing with people who are like, they don't know who you are and you have like only a few seconds to grab their attention and, you know, speak to them. Cause most of the ads I see are from people that I kind of already follow and already know. Mm -hmm. They're just asking me to do something this time, as opposed to just like giving value in their posts. All ads need to entertain, educate or inform. Right. So like there's all these other things an ad can do. Mm -hmm. Ideally you should warm them up to what you're selling and not just come across as like, Hey, take this action. Cause you follow me, um, okay. provide value. Give stuff away, you know, educate or, or inform, however, what. Um, and then if they've, if you're doing it in a video, it's hard to do that in a text, right? Uh, if they go to a landing page that is full of value, cool, retarget them there and then ask them to take the action. Okay. You can try on the first step, but likely people won't convert right away. It, it would, do people with large audiences already, do they tend to do better with the ads or if they have, does it not matter? Depends on how much engagement you are getting organically, because if you're getting a lot of engagement, people mm -hmm. seeing your posts mm -hmm. and videos uh, on an organic side, you can then just create a smaller audience of people that have, you know, engaged with my stuff in the last 15 days uh, and see if they are more likely to convert. Okay. You, you can create that in the ad or you just do that with your own? In the social ad. Media. Okay. Okay. So when you're setting up the... On the back end of the ad, you there's an audiences section. You can create all these different audiences, lookalikes, and retarget website retargeting audiences, and then okay, perfect. Because they've engaged or liked or watched videos, etc. Okay, perfect. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm creating the ad right now, and um, I asked again. He didn't know the answer to that. Um, the next question that I have is, um, when it comes to what what is an appropriate action for them to take? So Adam gave the example of, hey, download this PDF of like what the five mistakes are, and here's one of them. Um, what do you find is the best call to action that has the highest conversion rate? Cause I when originally, when I was going to do this, I was just like, well, I'll just ask them to book a call with me, but I don't know if that's an appropriate action for them to take. It might be too big of a step. Booking calls is tough. Yeah. Yeah. And so much time. Uh, mm -hmm. what are, what is your end game or not end game, but like what's your end goal? So my end goal is to get people in my group coaching program, Yeah, you know, and then, you know, we could do something like the way Adam did it. It was just like, here are the five mistakes that you're doing, why, why you're not meeting the kinds of women that you'd like to date, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, free download is very simple. Uh, lead ads are very simple. Wait, what's a lead ad? A lead ad is just within Facebook or Instagram. 
it doesn't actually take them to your website, um, but there's a link at the end after they fill out the form within Facebook and Instagram that sends them to the download page, essentially. What's causing them to fill out the form, though? Uh, either them typing it in or it's auto-populated with their info that they can then edit. Um, or you can... Have- but why would they fill it out in the first place? What's motivating them? Oh, to get the down. We're yeah, still talking sorry. about the download. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it is probably one of the best strategies initially. Okay. So PDFs or like a free training? Or- yeah. You essentially, I mean, you have to, I'm not going to give you my email for nothing. You most likely, mm-hmm. unless your content is so funny uh, and you're, <laughs> you're going to give me that. Like, yeah. Why would you give an email out? You know? Okay. They like try and think like your customer. The, the, the psychology that, that I've found behind why I like the PDF is if you show the physical PDF on camera, so they see it. Um, and I got this actually from Billy Jean is marketing, it, where if someone can see it, but they can't read it, they're like, well, what's it say? And as long as you never let them see it on, they can't read it on camera, but you're like waving it around. And like, if they pause it and try and look at it, they're gonna download it now, because now they wanna know what's on it, because you've created this huge curiosity model. Sure. Committing to reading an ebook, is a lot harder than committing to reading a two-page PDF. And as long as your promise is big enough, that PDF is going to have, and you're going to deliver on it, yeah. they'll actually look at the PDF. And then the PDF now functions as your sales letter with a specific goal of getting them to understand who you are. They don't necessarily have to take action yet because you got their email. And now you can start working them. Okay. You don't do any call to action in the PDF. You just give them the document and that's by, by itself. So you just follow up with email. The system that we built is you're going to look at the PDF and the PDF says, now you've got these steps, you still have a problem, but we're going to make that problem go away on a uh, one day challenge. Normally the challenge costs this much because of this PDF, it's free. Go here and sign up for the challenge. Okay. In addition, after they download the PDF, the thank you page for downloading the PDF is like, hey, now you've got this PDF. That's the solution, but you still have a problem. The problem is solved on the challenge. So from the minute they get the PDF, everything they see from us is, you should do this challenge, you should do this challenge, you should do this challenge. The challenge is free. Okay. And, and here's your super cheap, you know, you have their email now because they downloaded this thing and you retarget, you upload the email list essentially to Facebook, mm-hmm. or Meta, uh, and retarget them with the ad for the challenge or for the next step. Okay. On top of emailing them. Um, and- Okay. And then what we're doing is we're running the challenge every month. Uh, we don't have it evergreen. We have it every month. And the idea is it's a countdown every month. Do the challenge. Oh, you missed it. Oh, that sucked. Your next month's going to suck. And then you can be like, hey, does everything still suck for you? You should do the challenge. It's coming up again. So the idea is it becomes something that people have in their head. Like, I'm going to do that challenge one day. One day I'm going to do it. And then when they do the challenge eventually, which might take six months, they turn up and they're like, oh my God, that's the best thing ever. This was great. Okay, I'm all in. And then they, then they buy. Okay. And that's, that's, to me, that's the best route for my, I, I always think, like, I, I'll tell you my, my, my answer for marketing. When I come up with marketing, I imagine I live in the Roman times. And I imagine I'm standing on the plaza of Rome. Because you know how often, like, uh, men think about the Roman Empire? <laughs> Every day. Every day. It's, Every day. I think about it more than anything. So I'm always thinking, okay, so here I am in the Roman Empire. And as I'm in the Roman Empire, I'm imagining everyone walking by the busy marketplace of Rome. And I'm selling marketing advice, Facebook ads, right? Uh, which is what most Romans are going to need. And so as I'm standing there, I'm thinking, what's the first thing I'm going to do? 
If I go up to someone and go, hey, do you want to spend half an hour with me inside my house? Like, fuck off, right? That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if I'm holding a stone tablet PDF and I'm like, hey, these are the five things that are going wrong in your life and I know why, um, a lot of people are going to be like, doomslayer, you know, like you're a loser, like this is going to walk past me. But some of you are like, what are these five things? I'm like, well, these are the five reasons why you're not doing blah, 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 blah. You know, give me your email, um, <laughs> Rome, and I'm going to give you this PDF. So I always think that's the first step because I've got to get out of the crowd of Romans, I've got to get the people that raise their hand and go, give me the PDF. Now I've got a pool of people that are going to listen to me because they all wanted the PDF. It's no longer Romans, it's Romans that want the PDF. And then I'm like, okay, that's step one. And I think that would work even without ads. Like, I, I don't need an online platform. I can just stand on a street corner and scream at people and pull that off, right? right. And so now I've got the people that got my PDF. Now I'm like, yo, we're going to do a private meetup one day and we're all going to get you this result. It's going to be free. We're going to hang out this one day, only PDF readers, right? And now you've got this like community of people that all left the same purpose. And then when you deliver that result at the end of that day that you promised them, they've now got evidence that you said you could do it and you could do it. And now you're like, okay, if you want the rest, you got to pay me. Everything else I did, I did for free. Now you're going to have to pay me, but I'm going to deliver on all these other promises just like I delivered on those. Okay. Um, sounds like you, you and Brett were like, it's a process with the ads. You know, you start and then as you're feeding it back into meta, it gets smarter and smarter you got about it. who to target. Um, how long does that process typically take for your average customer for them to make it work? Took a week for us with Brett. That's pretty quick. That's very quick. I've, I've seen it take four months with other companies and still fail. I mean, I joke that it's the long con, but it works eventually. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's not a funny joke. <laughs> no, that's exactly how to advertise. But, Go with Brett. He's a long con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it can take anywhere from a week to longer for sure. Um, but on average, like I tell, you know, new leads. Give us six to eight weeks. Give us two months. Anybody you go with need a couple months. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I would say this. Meet them every week, no matter what. Even if you don't want to meet them, meet them. Create new content for them constantly. Whenever one of the ads fails, make a better one. Give it back to them. Like, yeah, that's how that should go. Yeah, that's why yeah. working with you has been good. Because you listen. Yeah. And then you make content. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it can work. And, you know, I've just heard so many bad things about people doing ads and them not getting any success. Um, but it's really good to know that you've been able to. I think, like, the way I would do it is, as any business, just put 5K a month aside and throw it away on ads every single month. Like, literally throw right, it away. Light it on. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm going to spend, <laughs> like, the cost of running my business beyond every other cost is I'm going to throw away five grand a month on ads. Don't ever think, oh, I could save five grand by not working with somebody. Just do it constantly. And then go, if it doesn't work with one agency, go to the next one, go to the next one, go to the next one, keep revising it. Learn, advise, learn, revise, learn until eventually. And I'm telling you, like, it's taken years far, but you get to a point where you, the winning, you start winning more, right? And then you get right. to a point where, holy crap, I'm making 5K back every time I do it. All right, now let's increase it. Now let's go. Step it's like part of the business owner's dilemma. You know, smart businesses definitely don't run their own ads. Oh, um, God. Yeah. You know, you want to learn how it works, how to, Talk, talk to know that you're not getting screwed over, essentially. Right. But to, try, to know what's going on. Yeah. But you need to be doing other things. Uh, you need to be running your business. You don't need to be actually running at. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, I just took up a whole bunch of time, but please, nobody else's questions. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, we got one more. Okay. okay. That's where you're. Kim, choose is intimidating. 
that okay. <laughs> Maxwell would like to know how specific does Google limit you audience if you create a custom audience of people who have visited other sites? Visited other sites? Yes. I don't believe I can do that. Um, yeah, you, I don't think you can limit, you, you, can't, um, you can't target based on vis somebody else visiting somebody else's site, but you could probably um, target based on if the person was a celebrity or a fan and was a big enough sure. person, right? Sure. So, so something that I've done as well is, let's just say I wanted to target a, um, oh, look, let's, let's use this company. So this is a company that makes nerdy t-shirts. If I tried to target visitors of that website, that wouldn't be possible. It's not a, it's not a, not a thing. It's not possible. But if I targeted people that liked the nerdy logos on the t-shirt mm -hmm. and then changed the demographic to be uh, not children, because these are typically adult clothing. They don't have children's sizes, but they're children's video games. Yep. I'm going to have a much better chance of getting the right person. So you said Google. So but with Facebook, for sure, with their bajillion interests, that's a number. And you can narrow it down, like he was saying. So interested in all these different things, narrowed down by age or narrowed down by other specific interests called stacking interests. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. And then do you have any tips for custom audience campaigns? Custom audience campaigns? Uh, maybe like Winback Camp or not Winback. Um upsell campaigns right yeah if if they have purchased you from you in the past remarket them with something right uh it's a new quarter q4 especially this is the time when you do remarket uh existing customers retarget uh, you know website visitors sure everybody does that um but remarket your existing customers this time of year because those are the cheapest customers to get love it uh cross sells too you know very cool. Yeah. Um, Brett, we're going to finish up. What do smart businesses do? Smart businesses are open to experimentation. Um, smart businesses are open to testing, creative, getting creative from places that they don't produce, trying new creative uh, messaging when it comes to ads. Love that, dude. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much once again for tuning in to Smart Businesses Do This. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. Just visit thesmartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.